A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Plot twists are often the most memorable part of any video game. So, from shock retcons of prior games in the series to unexpected dark reveals, twists piled upon twists, and even perhaps some twists that were so obvious that everyone thought they were being duped, these are the most ridiculous ones in recent gaming history. But before we jump in, it does go without saying that there is going to be major spoilers that will follow for some of the biggest video games released over the past year or so. You've been warned. I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com and these are 10 ridiculous plot twists from recent video games. Number 10. Eli's death gets retconned, Half-Life Alex. The mere fact that Half-Life Alex exists at all is enough of a plot twist for most fans, but Valve held absolutely nothing back when it came to the VR game's show-stopping jaw-dropper of an ending. Given that Alex was confirmed to be a prequel set five years prior to the events of Half-Life 2, it seemed that the game wouldn't be addressing the agonizing cliffhanger posed at the end of Half-Life 2 Episode 2, where Alex's father Eli was killed by a Combine advisor. But at the end of this game, Alex does encounter the mysterious G-Man, who sends her to the future and shows her what happens to her father while offering her the opportunity to change his fate. And so, the game concludes with Alex preventing his death by destroying the Combine Advisor, before she's then sent into stasis by the G-Man, and Gordon and the now-alive Eli vow to rescue her. For a new Half-Life game to not only exist, but to retcon a cliffhanger ending that had tortured fans for 13 long years is a whole new level of bold. That it also left most fans satisfied and eager to see what comes next then is nothing short of miraculous. Number 9. Bug Snacks are Parasites. Bug Snacks. Taking one cursory glance at Bug Snacks, you'd never assume that it was anything more than a harmlessly cute little adventure game where you explore a mysterious island while collecting as many of the adorable titular creatures as possible. But as anyone who's played the game to completion knows, all of those half-joking pre-release theories about Bug Snacks being a secret horror game were far more on the money than anyone could have ever anticipated. And that's because once players finally track down vanished explorer Elizabeth Megafig at the end of the game, who is now now a giant creature made of various bug snacks, they learn the eyebrow-raising truth. That bug snacks are indeed parasites which turn anyone who regularly eats them into bug snacks themselves. The game's final sequence involves the player trying to rescue as many of the residents of Snacktooth Island from attacking bug snacks as possible and marks a major tonal deviation from the rest of the game. It's certainly a well-executed twist, but for a game marketed on its cutesy colourful appeal, it was quite the shock indeed. Number 8. Diana Betrays Agent 47, Hitman 3 Hitman 3's finale quite ingeniously nests a couple of twists within one another. 
such that the ending is, by turns, ridiculous and also ridiculously entertaining. After learning that Agent 47 killed her parents, Diana decides to play both sides against the middle, ordering 47 to kill those who will prevent her from taking control of the Shadow Government Providence, before poisoning 47 and then confronting him about murdering her parents. Initially, it appears that Diana has handed 47 over to remaining Providence leader Arthur Edwards on a silver platter, but it's in fact revealed to have been all part of her Machiavellian plan to take Edwards down, insert herself as Providence leader, and dismantle it all from within. A year later, 47 and Diana are seen working together in their usual assassin handler dynamic, resetting the scales for a potential sequel down the line. Number 7, Finn is the Tinkerer. Duh. Spider-Man, Miles Morales. You needn't be a comic book expert to have guessed that the identity of the villainous tinkerer in Spider-Man Miles Morales would be none other than Miles' friend Finn Mason. Though the tinkerer was indeed called Phineas Mason in the comics, the fact that the marketing played up the mystery of the villain's identity made many fans suspect some sort of bait and switch misdirect was on the cards. But as it turns out, this twist is played completely straight in the game itself, with Finn being revealed as the tinkerer at the end of the game's first act. While the story smartly doesn't leverage itself entirely around the impact of this reveal, it's still pretty surprising that more of an effort wasn't made to give this twist a true gut-punching quality such as changing Finn's name to something completely different. Number 6, Ethan was dead the whole time, Resident Evil Village. Resident Evil Village is generally a pretty daft video game, you know, it being a Resident Evil game and all, but even for the series' unhinged standards, Village's Ethan reveal sure was… something. Late in the game, after Ethan defeats Heisenberg, he has his heart ripped out by Miranda and then wakes up in limbo, where a vision of Evelyn explains that Ethan was actually killed by Jack Baker at the start of Resident Evil 7. But Ethan was then resurrected by the mold, hence why he was able to endure so many drastic injuries and even dismemberments throughout the events of the previous game. In an added twist, however, Ethan does indeed end up dying for real at the end of Village, blowing himself up in order to destroy the fungal root of the mold. So whether you vibed with everything in Village or not, at least its absolutely hogwild reveal made Ethan a far more interesting character ahead of his demise. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Number five. Mono is the thin man. Little Nightmares 2. Little Nightmares 2 is one of the most brilliantly atmospheric games of the year so far, in large part due to the bone-chilling presence of the game's ultimate antagonist, The Thin Man. The Thin Man is a tall, rail-skinny man who chases protagonist Mono and his pal Six throughout the latter stages of the game, but the chilling twist ending completely flips the script on this antagonist. At the end, Six allows Mono to drop down into a chasm, where he becomes surrounded by the fleshy mass that chased them both moments earlier. Trapped there, all Mono can do is sit in the chair as time passes, growing older and taller until we see that he takes on the appearance of the Thin Man. But yeah, there you go, boom, the Thin Man was a future unhinged version of Mono the whole time. Sadly, with the developers confirming shortly after release that they've got no further plans for the series, we may never end up seeing a threequel to further expand upon this jaw-dropper of an ending. Number 4, Abby kills Joel near the start of the game, The Last of Us Part 2. The Last of Us Part 2 was marketed as another brutal post-apocalyptic odyssey centered around Joel and Ellie. So fans were left positively slack-jawed when Joel ended up savagely beaten to death by a new character Abby just two hours into the 20-plus hour game. Needless to say, the big twist of killing one of the game's main characters in what is effectively the prologue, following a chance encounter between him and the woman whose father he killed in the first game, left many furious players accusing Naughty Dog of killing Joel for the sheer sake of shock value. Ultimately, The Last of Us Part 2 isn't for everyone, and whether you dug its intense, grueling revenge parable or not, there is little denying that the big twist and the entire fan reaction that followed was completely insane. For a sequel that could have easily succeeded by basically just being a glossier, more of the same follow-up, it certainly didn't rest on its laurels. Number 3. There were two babies in the lockers, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Like any Yakuza game, the recent seventh game, Like a Dragon, boasts an array of hilariously melodramatic plot twists and turns across its mighty 30-hour campaign. But that absurdity reaches a fever pitch in the game's 13th chapter called Coin Locker Baby, where it's revealed that villain Ryo Aoki wasn't the only baby placed inside a coin locker at Shinjuku Station on New Year's Day 1977. As it turns out, so too was protagonist Ichiban, stashed a few lockers away by the man revealed to be his father, crime boss Masumi Arakawa, who later retrieved the other baby by accident, believing him to be his son. And so, the two characters are essentially adoptive half-brothers in what is a credibility-pushing reveal even for the loose standards of the Yakuza series. 
The story basically becomes a telenovela at this point, but at least the game never asks players to take its pulpy plot all that seriously. Number 2. It's an alternate timeline, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Most fans went into Final Fantasy VII Remake expecting an expanded reimagining of the first portion of the legendary PS1 RPG, but few could have anticipated just how drastically its story would depart from that original narrative. As it turns out, Final Fantasy VII Remake is basically a meta-remake which takes place in a timeline that branches away from the original game. So, whenever this new game deviates too far from the events of the original, these shadowy creatures called The Whispers show up to try and nudge things back on course. But at the end of the game, the remake violently disentangles itself from predestined events by having Zack Fair survive his encounter with the Shinra forces, rather than dying as he did originally. This implication was freaking huge for anyone who played the original, and revealed that the path forward was now effectively uncharted, allowing future entries in the remake series to make wild changes to the core plot. Naturally, fans are wondering whether or not this might result in Aerith's death, for instance, being prevented, or more deviously, having her died a different point in the story. Whatever happens, we've presumably got a long, long time to wait before we find out. Number 1. The husband and wife are half-siblings, 12 minutes. No game this year so far has stirred up more controversy with its big reveal than the recently released mystery adventure game 12 Minutes. Here, the player controls a man, voiced by James McAvoy, who is trapped in a 12-minute time loop as he attempts to figure out why his wife, played by Daisy Ridley, has been accused of her father's murder. It's later revealed that the wife's father had an affair with a nanny, and that the nanny is the husband's mother, resulting in the bombshell drop that the husband and wife are actually half-siblings, and expecting a baby together, no less. It's a lot to take in, for obvious reasons, and though the game gives players numerous options to sew up the story, Story, many felt that the game's storytelling simply wasn't nuanced enough to handle a subject as taboo as incest. If nothing else, though, it certainly got people talking and represents a bold swing on the part of director Louis Antonio. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com <laughs>